What's going on, guys? We are back here on another episode of the Outlaw Wade Podcast. I'm the boss. We got Nacho Cheeto on a special guest today, Jake Moorhead with Moorhead Off-Road. See old Jake over there. I used to have a set of his arms on mine, and uh, I think we're uh, adapting here a little bit, and Cheeto's about uh, what, to make the you, swap. What, are you talking shit, though? Oh, like, you like, you know, take that shit off my bike. Nah, you're a high nah, nah, nah. See, what I did was I got the old slip one-two, fucking slid it in when I wasn't looking. Down there. Uh, you got that Vaseline special. Got that right. Oh, but we're going to see how bad you can fuck it up. Because I think every ride we've went on, you've, uh, you fuck something I'll up. I'll break some shit, but I, I think I think Mr. Moorhead got me. I think we're going to. We're going to find out. Jake, you think He's you got definitely drawing my interest. I think we're going to be good. You think we're going to be good? There we go. There we go. So, Jake, you've been in business for what? How many years now? Going on six or seven years. Six or seven years. Hot damn, you're old. I'm telling you what. You've been fucking making it. <laughs> and in any of these years, did you know it this big? Everybody is old to John. Just Everybody's so you know. old. Everybody's old. How old are you, John? I'm old enough. He was he He's was right there baby. at Britney's How old do you think conversion, I am? and when when Miley became an adult, I was there for that episode. He watched Hannah Montana become a woman. You know? I was there for that. Twenty seven. Oh, that's close. I'm twenty six. Twenty six. That was really close. A good guess. Close. Usually people guess forty, and I got to cuss them at night. Yeah. That's no, good shit, though. I don't see where you get 40. Nah. What's up with the Hey Dudes, too? I mean, Man, hey, there's my new Hey Dudes there. I got them on clearance down at Atwoods. I'm pretty fucking happy with them, honestly. I, I think if I could just wear Hey Dudes every single day or Crocs, I'd be a happy motherfucker. Well, I'd go life. with you on Crocs, even though the damn people won't give me no damn sponsorship. But uh, it's because you won't stop talking about cocaine. Well, the problem. you know, yeah. they got another know the You talk about cocaine dispensers. They're not sponsoring you. Yeah, that went down Could you fast. not get a shit ton of work done with cocaine dispensers around the, the facility? No doubt. That's what Without I'm saying. Without a doubt. I mean, I'd, you know Crocs, I'd never leave work. Right? You know how many Crocs <laughs> those nine year olds? could make with a bunch of cocaine. Well, that's what I'm saying, son. But You're saying down. cocaine could get you to work? Huh? Fuck, son. Cocaine can get me to do a backflip. I'm a 300-pound <laughs> fat motherfucker. <laughs> okay, well, what I have figured out, though, is if you're in Arkansas, you can buy any fucking thing at Atwoods. Got that right, son. You really can. I could shop for groceries in my Atwoods. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. I mean, I'm telling you, unless it's just meat or dairy products, I mean, I can buy a cow or a chicken. But I can't buy meat or dairy products there. But everything else, yeah, pretty much. Every week he shows up with something from Atwoods. I'm telling you, bro. Atwoods is the biggest store in my town. Atwoods. Atwoods Home and Ranch. Atwoods. Farm and Ranch. For whatever the fuck John it is. Michael you don't even wear anything Farm and Ranch. Bullshit. All that my, is not look, Farm and Ranch All my Carhartt shoes, shirts come from there. All the my George, socks come from there. My Dukes. shorts almost came from there. You got them Daisy yeah. Dukes from Atwoods? Fucking right, son. What I'm is like, this, a city... <laughs> Farm store? I don't know. Nah, really. man, it's got every fucking thing. Cow rugs, fucking cows, <laughs> produce. You, shit, that you name it. But back to back to the conversation. <laughs> Jake, you've been on the you've been making this suspension stuff like that for six or seven years. You're pretty big on the social medias and stuff like that. Did you ever think you'd get this big? No. Never. Not at all, huh? No. It was a hobby. And turned into a little bit something into, more. Yeah. Do you <laughs> sell your products at Atwoods? They we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> we're working, we're working on, on it. it. Hey, I'll tell you what, it's not hard. Anybody sells their shit at We Woods. were talking at lunch though. Uh it's getting bigger. It's snowballing on you. Yep. You're looking at expanding and things like that or Yeah, so we've had a pretty good growth every I say every month, but definitely every year we've really just about doubled in size. So we're uh we're trying to figure out what the next step is. We just moved into a bigger facility. Uh we've kind of grown outgrown that pretty quick. So we've got some stuff we're working on. So you're on pace to be like Mississippi's largest company. I would love I mean, to what be. The fuck I would love is, to be. What the fuck else is in Mississippi? Yeah, I don't know. The river? There's a lot of stuff in Mississippi, isn't there? We got cows. The we got cows. Fuck yeah, there's some corn. Some mountains right. in there. The some river. mountains in there. Yeah. I mean, you got the you river. You got Greenville. And then you got Jake. We really do. And we're in fucking Memphis there? Well, yeah. you can't, uh, I mean, you can't count uh, Jackson no, no more. West Memphis. So when, in, when someone says, where's Water Valley, Mississippi? I'm like, hour and a half south of Memphis. Ah, I know where it is. Yeah. They don't. 
But yeah. reference is a reference. Like, you know, if, if well, anybody. Well, now that Dion is left, Jackson is off the map. You're yep. right. You're right. Yeah. The it's kind of similar to like yeah, I got, I Cross it. Kind of similar what's to Cross What's the population? Hey, Cross it's a good town, man. My town? Yeah, I have. Mm, you just don't like have anything. 3,500, maybe. So you were born and raised there? I was. So I'm about like that in my town. I got enough red lights we to don't count have on two hands. Do you not? Look, they recently got rid of our red lights and put blinking yellow lights. And At least they didn't put a fucking roundabout in there. I'm going to tell oh, you what. We yeah. went through Alec on the way to Alexandria. Alexandria. Good Lord. They that put a roundabout, roundabout in the middle of the fucking they, highway. So in Louisiana, Louisiana motherfuckers ain't accustomed to no goddamn roundabouts. Let me tell you right now, the fear in other vehicles' eyes when us three with three fucking diesel trucks with three 40-foot trailers rolled through that bitch, motherfuckers was just, they, would right. just, they wouldn't exactly. yield and they motherfuckers they were stopping. My, yeah. wife, my wife's <laughs> like, you going to stop? I'm like, no, I it's got 30,000 pounds in a yield sign. I'm rolling. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> when we, when we were all three in that fucking roundabout with three trucks, three 40-foot trailers. These motherfuckers, nobody else was in there. The whole, the whole <laughs> fucking traffic stopped. They were like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty intense there for a second. So let's get into the unique side of it. What is the difference? What makes Moorhead step out and shine over the other competitors out there on the market? Oh, so there's a lot of other companies that make really good products in the industry. This industry is very blessed to have some really skilled laborers, uh, inventors, uh, people that are very proactive in the industry. Where we kind of set ourselves apart is we always use uh, the strongest, our DOM. So mm -hmm. you've got box and you've got tubular A-arms. We use quarter wall DOM, uh, really, really heavy duty. Um, I'm an engineer by trade, so I try to over-engineer Right. A little bit. Over here sure and under deliver. Yeah, because nowadays no, if you bolt up. So am I right when I say. He didn't even get it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I was on a roll. Am I right when I say the DOM basically is a different way of making tube? Just yes, it's, 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 it's non-seamed. It's, it's, it's seamless. It's, it's a lot better grade. It's got a higher tensile strength. Uh, it's just so what you're better. saying, the odds of folding at one of your arms is less than a competitor for the most part. For the most part, yes. Yeah, for the most part, yours yes. is just the tensile strength is obviously higher Straight out of the gate. Right. So um, obviously, we're gonna find seamed out. tubes are going to bend way easier. Yeah, they have that break right. point. How does it compare with the boxed arms? Boxed is very strong. Uh, we've, we've been in the works on some box stuff as well. Uh, what I've learned on the box versus tubular is kind of a preference. Uh, I know out west, the, the box stuff is just cool, and it looks good. There's yep. some good companies it's doing really it. It's really just the overlays. People who enjoy overlays, I see that run boxed yep. arms. Yep. That's they look really thing. good. Yeah, um, but yeah, our stuff we we try to overdo it because we we ourselves are riders. That's how I got started was riding. Mm -hmm. um, so I when we were on a trail when we went we were at Mud Nationals last week. When I'm out there on a trail riding, I don't want my bike to break down. Got that right. Well, I also don't want Billy Bob that just spent money with us and went to Mud Nationals. They sees you passing on the fucking trail. Yeah, like hey, homeboy, yeah. <laughs> what you doing? Or everybody else that passes that guy and says, "Oh, Jake Moorhead just did his yep. suspension. Yeah. He's broke down." That's yeah, so that's what I don't want. So what we use for that? What now? We have a lot of this that goes on in the park. Uh, when people break down, we always tell them back, get them back if they're on a group to make sure. Uh, Nakia Nacho here is our professional broke down guy. Yeah, like he's broke down yeah. there forty five minutes well, usually. He informed no. me earlier. Actually, today. this is the, me this this is the it's first. mine and your fault. It ain't my fucking. No, problem. we left him. Is he? He told oh, me we did. left him. Y'all left my ass. We were did. from here to the door from him, but he said yeah. we left my him. Was, and his people with him tore his bike up, and me and you just watched. I was out there. Nah, bullshit. I was out there scouting. The fucking no. <laughs> no, I was watched. ahead of you, and I went through. Well, I, 
While nah, some nah, shithead nah. hooked a 12K winch to the back of it and snatched it 12K sideways. 12K with a snatch block and two 6500s helping. Yeah. 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 Y'all left And then me. he did an email blast and said he'd been his friend. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's promoting the fact that he bent his frame. It's fucking hilarious. That's great. That's great. Either way, though, uh, that wasn't my fault. What happened was I went through this mud hole because I'm on 44s and full billet from front to rear, and you and your Ranger on 38s. I'm going to follow you guys. 38, 35s. 35s and high fucking hopes. I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to follow you follow me. I'm going to send it. Oh, you sent that motherfucker straight back to factory because I don't need to do frame. <laughs> It was funny. I called the Polaris guys over there. You know, they were set up at Mud Nats. They were. So the Polaris engineers came over. I was like, look at this shit. They're like, damn. Pre- impressive. Just, they just looked at it. I'm like, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Polaris has nothing to say about my frame being bent in half. He's just yeah, they like, didn't bring extra though. Damn. Hey, I'll tell you what. I, maybe yeah, maybe we bring can extra help frame. You. Maybe I can help you find a new bike. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But that but that is a big thing out on the trails when you're riding with people, especially like day, night, whatever. If you're a well known or a big bike or a nice group or something like that, mm-hmm. when somebody does fuck their shit up, everybody knows what fucked up. Yeah, I've been broke yes. down. A couple times, and it's just axles. Moorhead passes me. We've discussed and talked. And how'd that pass you? Well, he got in front. Of, he got in front of me and <laughs> like helped me out. <laughs> nah. But uh, I know just this last weekend, you were taking your bike and like y'all were. He was everybody a rescue recovery and team out everybody there. out. So. I mean, that's just... He was not there when I needed rescue. Hey, we were on the way. We were pulling in when y'all were coming out. We were... Hey, I had that motherfucking winched up tight. I was taking you back home. Don't worry. Oh, it was bad. Oh, you were taking him back (laughs) home. I I was behind him and everything on his bike was beating Boy, I was was out there. there was a thousand uh, more than that there was more cameras when i tell you filming me getting towed i had had my good playlist on i had all my fucking led light bars on all my strobe lights and everything i was in there like the fonz hey i was fucking hitting it every motherfucker i passed i think he was in the woods like i'm fixing to pull nacho back to camp everybody (laughs) pay attention or something (laughs) take a picture when i tell when i tell you i'm being I'm I being towed towed like backwards, a, a towed so I backwards. can't see. It's probably good. So we stop, and I'm thinking, okay, we're trying to figure out how to get around a bike or something. I finally turned around. John's fucking signing autographs. <laughs> Look, it's like, like no, you've <laughs> got to, he's up there taking pictures, signing autographs. I'm I was making the most here. of it. I was having a good time. Look, it's like those old Wagoneers. You know, the seats faced backwards in the back. He had a yeah. totally different <laughs> riding experience than you. Yes, well, I, I, was, I was up there slapping the yes, dash. It was a Griswold vacation were, backwards. Yeah. People were underhand chunking me fucking beer. I shotgun shit. I was having my, a great fucking time. My wife was laid over in the seat growling at me people, <laughs> as we rode People were out there fist bumping, tow truck, tow truck. I was out there. I was having a good time. Yeah, I went the long so, way back. Have oh, you I seen, did. Have you seen the Facebook post that he edited where his bike is on his bike? And it's got the cars, dude. It's ka-chow, 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 ka-chow. 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 Oh, yeah, that's good shit. So, I love it. I want to ask some of the hard questions because our listeners are going to want to know. Okay. The suspension stuff, obviously, it gets expensive. All mm-hmm. of us spend a lot of money fixing our bikes up, lifting them. Got that right. What does Jake Moorhead Off-Road do to stand behind their products? Well, we offer a lifetime warranty as long as you're the original purchaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if, if that machine's been passed down three people, can't yeah. really track the history, we're still going to take care of you. But it may just be cost of what it, what it costs to us to make the arm and ship it. That's usually what we do. But we don't have enough warranty issues to even it usually doesn't matter hadn't run into that yet because no, you just have no. a good product i mean you've got people out there with eight inch portal you know five years ago 
eight inch portals weren't really a thing. Now you've got dual idler eights. You, yep. You're clearing 44s. That stress on them arms is a whole different yeah. thing now. And stress on everything else. So if you break a bolt, a ball joint, a tie rod end, or anything, your A-arm's catching all the abuse. So every yeah. now and then, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Especially yeah, people ride to, hard. I mean, yeah. you hit one wrong stump hole going 15. Yep. And you don't expect something to bend. I mean, you're living la-la land. That's right. when, it, when it picks you out of the seat and throws you halfway through the windshield, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've been something. Our yep. customers are awesome. Uh, nine times out of ten, they'll come up to us and say, hey, I need to buy an A-arm. I'm like, what happened? And I say, well, it's my fault. And they'll tell me what happened. I'm like, you're not in the hospital? I said, no, I drove it back to camp. Yeah, that's good shit. That's good <laughs> shit like, right there. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing, like going to events and stuff, uh, having a quality product, you want the like the customers will come find you. They'll say, hey, or, you know, they want to talk to you. You don't have to worry about them saying, hey, you're that guy that screwed us over on this oh, yeah, or all for that. Sure. Never get any of that. Because if we can't make you happy, I'd rather just send the product back and we'll give you a refund. Yeah. It's just, just easier that yeah, way. Yeah, it's easier too. that way. Straight, straight up. Easier yeah, straight up. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I know you, Moorhead Off-Road, is really big. I've, I've seen y'all's Defender lift. Every ride, every park, every other third Defender. I mean, right. I know Defender, I don't know if that's your biggest selling lift. It is. But I was to say, like, <laughs> when it comes to Defenders, Can-Am Defenders, period, I mean, it's yeah. pretty much got Moorhead arms. It's Moorhead on world, it. yeah. Yeah, that's you. So what other lifts do you make for stuff? You make Razors, X3s? What do you, what do you got, got out there? we got some Razor Pro stuff. We've yeah. got Rangers. What about uh, a Razor XP? You got Razor XPs? Those are, we have them built. We have a jig. We haven't released them yet. Gotcha. So we've got okay. a lot of stuff that's not released just uh -huh. due to being able to keep up with what we're already selling. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I'd rather hold something back and be yeah. able to get, get product to the customer in a reasonable amount gotcha. of time. So, and I see you just built a monster CF Moto, didn't you? Yep. That was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, CF Moto, in a year from now, yep. if they're not going to be just as big as Can-Am Flares, they'll, they'll, be the they'll be their little fucking nephew. I they'll mean, the they're going to be right there. So who sells that? CF Moto is CF Moto. I mean, so, so CF Moto is the Polaris and Can-Am overseas. Like yeah. They're top dog. So they just haven't had a good U.S. presence because U.S., USA is great about, you know, buy household USA, names, yeah. buy stuff that's made here, at least assembled here. Right. You know, something that's giving Americans jobs. But CF Moto, they're bringing stuff over here. They're, they're, when that, they when that, great product. So when that COVID what, stuff Basically, what we're went saying down. is like when we had a, when, when Trump was president, we were building stuff here and we were focused on that. Now that we have different people in there, we're just bringing shit over here and, saying, and I'll tell you, hey, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what really I think impacted <laughs> it though. When COVID happened and everything got shut down for a good while there and was missing parts and Polaris and can and everything like that got CF behind, mm -hmm. people started looking for other brands and yep. products. And CF Moto was like, hey, motherfuckers, we let people die on the assembly line. We didn't give a fuck. Right. So we still yeah. got products. So yeah, I think not. they came out big right then and really made a jump. Yep. And now, honestly, you can buy a CF Moto for half the price or at least two-thirds of the price as you can a Polaris well, or can and, and do the, the same, same thing. It's the same thing? I mean, they're... There, More or less. there are certain things. So it's just like what I tell people when they're saying, hey, how, how good is a C-Force uh, C or U-Force? I say, you've got to go into it with the mindset of this equivalent in another brand is almost twice as much. Yeah. Okay. You've got that in your head. You're going to spend half the money. Up front. You're going to have to upgrade certain components. Yeah. Whether it's our A-arms, uh, steering components. There's going to be things on that bike that aren't made as well. But for the most but part. for the money. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. And for the most part. People that are buying these side by sides these days and four wheelers are doing so much aftermarket stuff, whether it's steering, well, arms, say, everything. Then they're buying the bike and they're really just using the skin. 
Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. It and, yeah. and building everything. So do you make the so. suspension, all that, for the CF Moto? So we do the U-Force 1000s. Or we do the front and rear arms, the tie rods, everything like that. Uh, we're getting you, into the you forward. You hear his wheels over here turning? Yeah, that's my going to have CF Moto. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you. Is CF Moto listening? Are we going to have another tracker? <laughs> Are we going to have another tracker incident? And we've been in a lot of conversations with Polaris lately, but uh, CF Moto is a good spots. brand for they the are. price. And if you're going to do full aftermarket on everything, honestly, a CF Moto is your best bet. Yeah, for otherwise, the price you're just going for the name. I mean, like your yeah. your Ranger, our Defender, whatever. Yeah, honestly, what, what's left is factory is just the cabin I mean, and the fucking. I mean, that's it. The seats and the. Yeah, the one thing that's killing CF Moto, and that's what we're Moorhead trying to help with, is the aftermarket support. Yeah, people are scared to buy them because they can't go out and get parts or yeah. nothing. Well, you know how it is. It, it, most of the stuff we put on our bikes is just because we want to be cool. Yeah, when it boils down to it, I mean, yeah, none of this absolutely. stuff matters. I'm, I'm a manufacturer in the industry. Yeah, a lot of people buy our stuff just because it's what's trending. This is yeah. what our buddy has. This is what you know. Yeah. We've got JTX, awesome wheels, but. Do they just want them because no. they want them. But yeah. it's, a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, the yep. JTX is not going to get you through the muddle. No. But yeah. you're going to look good going through it. What'd you say, That's John, the other day? It's to, hey, it's it's like to pull this. up and shit on them? Somebody got to shit on them. It might as well be me. And if you're going to shit on them, you pull the whole fucking dick out and you fucking drop that deuce. Yeah. I mean, you don't just pull yeah. up there with we scratch rims. We had a whole podcast what? about stunting and shitting, and I'm still fucking lost. I don't know if he's in the woods taking so, shit. So, no, no, no. There's, there's a difference between... He's got a whole different mental image than we there do right is, now. There's a whole yes, different does. thing between stunting and shitting. Anybody can stunt. Do you make a sound if no one's around, huh. Michael? I scream and moan. Okay. No one's Every ever known time. that answer. I was just wondering. I do. But it's like this. So are you, you physically can, getting off your bike, walking into the woods and taking the shit? I don't have to because my bike does it for me. Because right when I pass that <laughs> other person, <laughs> your bike she goes out. He's out. Uh, yeah. So it's like this. Anybody can stunt on them. You can have something nice. You'd be stunting, you know. But, now, but if you shitting on them, right. so. But see, now with the, the CF Moto world, <laughs> what we're trying to bring to the table is, okay, well, you, you, you know, currently you pull up to a group of, can-ams or polarises or whatever you know yeah they already have aftermarket support they're running jtx's high lifter super atv portals they're running ira arms they're running tcp billet rack and pinion they're running all this aftermarket yeah. stuff bumpers just, roofs the yeah, whole line thumper fab bumpers thumper fab roof all cool stuff yeah the u-force is over here left out well now we're we're yep. not only are we designing stuff for these machines we're being proactive and trying to get other companies involved garage product bushing uh, yep. john archer We've helped him design full replacement bushings for them. It's that when they pull up, they may be on a CF moto, but if they're running the same, if they can run the same A-arms, portals, rack and pinion, uh, tires and wheels, as everybody else has, guess what? They're, they're same cool. bike. They're so same what bike. you're yeah. saying is John Michael might be shitting in his Can-Am, but give you six months and that CF moto is going to have right. diarrhea. Yeah. Okay. I'm so does CF moto have an equivalent to the Limited or the North Star? They do not have AC not cabs, yet. do they? No. Not yet. Not yet. But they will, I'm sure. Did y'all check out that audio form roof at Monday? Yes, I did. That AC, with the AC cool, in it. That we got to talk. We got to talk to him because yeah. uh, that was cool. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, I need. Some, Which I don't I really mind. Too. AC is not a big deal for me, but heater. Man, we're polar. A heater opposites. is a yes. big deal for me. Well, I can put a jacket on. The the heater. I can't put. I can't a get naked in my side by well, side. I can. The yes, heater can. part of it, John. I can. The, the can. audio form's roof doesn't have a heater in it. That's AC. But only. you can close the door. It should be but good. But you can close. It. But it's like four hundred bucks. Three fifty. I put that inferno bucks. heater in my. You got eighteen thousand BTUs. Four vents. You can slap I have it in. The half doors. And I'm telling you, I, I thought it would defrost the window, and you could stick your hands in front of the vent, warm them up. No, yeah. it'll warm you up. But it actually. All the way to the level of those doors is warm. If you yeah, got a windshield warm. that you can close, 
and there's 18,000 BTUs, yeah. you're going to feel heat. Yeah. Well, so it's like I, my wife, she drives a limited. She's got the full cab edition, heat and AC. We've never used the AC. We roll the windows down, open the fucking front window, and have a yeah. good time during the summer when it's warm. But during the winter? Homie, well, if, it's, if it's below you 60 done, degrees. You haven't done a full summer yet. Well, see, yeah. we were yeah. in August, you're going to be cutting that dial yeah. up. You're going to be hitting that dial. <laughs> so yeah. like, we was right. in a, a little Sahara two years ago. I had a limited. That's right when they were kind of new, the whole limited yeah. thing. And uh, I had paddle tires on it. We took it out there in the dunes. They're like, why are you taking a Defender in the dunes? I said, because I'm hot. <laughs> we got there, and it's got frostbite on the wind. Like, the windows are just frosted up. Someone comes over there. I said, is that got AC in it? I'm like, roll the window back up. <laughs> but, but it was just, it was just something that no one ever really seen before. I first there, time I cool. ever seen the limited uh, was Shane with TCP that big limited he used to have that four seater on the black ones, the silver black one, jack. gray one, whatever it was. Yeah. It's been three or four rides. Been a good for a couple months. Mm -hmm. It's on 50s, big, huge. Got the mirror tent on it, and he rolled that window down, and I felt the crisp fucking air roll out of that motherfucker. Have I was it. like, I was like, damn. He was like, well, you need them letting the pour in. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was I immediately walking back to my bike, knew I needed to fucking be able to say that. Yeah, I've been kicking myself. <laughs> I've been kicking myself in the ass for the last year and a half because I went to buy a limited. Right. But we, we weren't in the we weren't jumped into this yet. I was for the hunting camp. Yep. I, was, I had a Maverick. And he can tell you that the year prior to that was miserable. You're on this Maverick, got this big super swamper tires, nowhere to put a deer, and you're out there and it's cold. He'd go to the deer stand. By the time he got to the deer stand, he had was three covered, inches man. of mud in his face. Covered. So I told my <laughs> wife, I was like, I'm going to sell this. We're going to go buy a Defender. And we went to Shreveport to the dealership, and they had a limited, fully decked out camo sitting right there. I think at that time, this is right before COVID. Mm -hmm. So it was like 31, mm -hmm. something like that, loaded out. And uh, she's trying to talk me into it. And I'm just constantly going back and forth. Going, I don't need leather to go to the deer stand. I don't need heat and eight. You know, I don't need all that. So I ended up buying the XT. I had the XT for not even a couple months when we'd all decided, well, we're going to do this. And I'm like, fuck, I should have bought that <laughs> damn limited. I'm telling you what. So I'm, I'm fixing, I was fixing to buy a limited. I actually had called Justin up here yeah. and told him to order me one. I had to call him back and tell him to hold off because Polaris. So I don't, I don't know what Polaris is going to do. Yeah. But I uh, like a North Star. North, pretty much, in my opinion, all side by sides are more or less the same. And well, the way, the way I'm going, and I think you're already going this way, I want that my uh, XT, yep. half doors, fold down window, want it the way it is. I can have fun on it. Summer cruising. I want a limited to where when it's nasty and raining and all that, it's kind of set up similar, and me and her can jump in that. And then I wanted an X3 with a turbo and a shit ton of horsepower. I can just skim across and yep. win the race. Yeah. That's the direction I was headed. And we started talking to Polaris. So maybe still the same direction. I don't know. Just, just North Star and, and uh, yeah. Pro S or, or Pro R. Or yeah. I, I, I don't know. I got to learn my, my language for the Polaris. I'm I'll tell a, you what, though. Them, I hadn't been around a lot of Razor Pros until this past ride. And when black I tell one you, of whiskeys? All of them. Black one of whiskeys. Shane TCPs. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you when, when Ice Cube, the, he got Ice stuck, Cube key, though. Where he got crazy stuck horsepower. and broke or or bent or whatever he did. Yeah. When you were pulling him off, mm -hmm. I was I had pulled I'd him fathered, off. Yes, pulled him off. It was nice when John pulled me off. So me and you I had gone through the hole smaller than I thought it was. And me and I you were on the other side. Yeah. I was working my way back. You had hooked onto him. Yeah. And we were kind of easing out. Shane pulled out and started going through all them holes. Mm-hmm. Every time he dropped off in a hole, 
it's like the bike would sink and the RPMs come down. I think to myself, yeah, he's done. Like everybody I've seen in this hole is done. Then all of a sudden you hear whoosh, whoosh, that turbo kick in and he just jump out of it. Like literally yep, just monsters. jump out of it. They're I'm monsters. Like, they're so badass. Well, then I found out he's 260 something horses yeah. or some shit. And he doesn't have a lot done. No. Like, so, hey, uh, so how many horses did the defender? 65? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting, At the front I'm getting, of the crank, maybe. <laughs> the the, it's net, a the utility says vehicle. 84. My Ranger XP 1000 is 85, and then it's tuned. So they said that bumped it like 15. It so might you're be still 80. under. Yeah. Still well, might my, be my 100. Defender, we'll say under 100 tires, on all. My yeah, Defender has the hottest tune. If I go any hotter, I got to run racing fuel. It's got all the upgraded stuff, aftermarket, intake, all this crap. And when it you're in a mud hole, getting, it don't feel sound. It don't even no. remotely no. come close to what that damn road You might have 80 horsepower. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But it's like those pros, well, How do you man. feel it? Because like, I called my guy this morning on a turbo. Yeah. And I said, look, that I want a turbo, turbo for on a Defender, it. they're cool. But they yeah. Are. I want a turbo on it where I can still go in the mud. I can still submerge underwater like this video, send a video. He sent me back. There's one out there. You can do it. Six grand? The Force Turbo? On the bill in the rear? Yeah, fuck that. I just don't know. Like, you take your... Uh, can am can it serious? Does it even need? Are you gonna? We're breaking stuff as we are. You'll yeah. put a turbo on it. Are you just gonna tear Snap everything stuff. up? But he wasn't breaking. My X three, my X three is two hundred forty horsepower. It's tuned from front to rear, ninety three octane. I mean, it's but everything good. Setup. Everything's built different than it is on it the is. Defender. But my X three, like I put four low in and you know front diff locker and stuff like that, and I'm down in a hole. Fucking, I press the gas. I can lift myself up What's the horse out power? of the mud. What's the horsepower on your X3? About 240. Yeah. I so, drove it back to camp the other night when you went riding. Yeah, it's I a didn't want to leave it up there. Yeah. And just probably two times, I just got on it for half a second. It's a monster. And just feeling of it was like, that's a total different bike. It I'm is. You, you it get is. out of the Defender and the Ranger and it, get into that X3. You'll want to trade. It's not about trade immediately. It's not about portals. It's not about lift. It's about power. If you're in the fucking hole, it just... It just comes out of it. I'm telling you, but those Razor Pros that people are buying now, they're putting a four or a six inch lift and eight inch portals and run 56s. Yes. And bounty hole running them. And bounty hole running them. And all they've got, and that's it. And then trail riding them afterwards. And then, yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. There was a dude at the bounty hole that he never went in the mud. He just skipped right across all of them. Yep. yep. The 800 horses or something. Uh, Did you see the one video? I don't know who filmed it. Was it. Team, it, it was, was Team on, 904 with 904 the Black Racer. Yeah. It was on that's our a, reel at the Bird yep. Lake. That is five. Oh, no. That that's, was Ricky. That was Ricky Farmer. That was Ricky with the Razor Pro. Oh, yeah. And he skimmed the whole he entire the whole Bird Lake. Yes. Yes. But there's another guy with a 550 horsepower KM X3 triple black. Yep. Done front to rear. They're Team 904. And, and I he can't remember the guy's across name. across the whole bounty course. I want to say his name's not Robert, but something like that. But he has 550 horsepower in that two-seater X3, and he never went below the fucking tread he on just, the tires. I'm telling you. And, and then my boy, y'all had to see my boy from Canada on his three-wheeler. That dude yeah. from Canada was a monster. Honda here, racing son. jacket, yeah. Marlboro red lit up. He's, he's not sponsored by Honda. <laughs> he needs to he be. Needs he to needs to be. be. Yeah. So I have at least 12 solid minutes of footage because when, when we were pulling Nacho out, guess who he was, was cutting dancing donuts around, us around my bike while I was Man. watching awesome. the fucking I found out he came from Canada. He, he came all, the way, all the way from Canada to run the small tire bounty is what he came for. Yep. On that three-wheeler hunt. He ran it, and he got out of it. He got out of it. Yeah, he did the whole thing. Didn't yeah. even get muddy. Didn't even get mud on his race jacket. Didn't have mud on his boots. Yep. Yeah. Came out clean. Just wow. Like, wow. 
Yeah. I didn't old, get to see any of that. I was down in a the hole. The old 250R fucking putting in work. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was down in a hole. But oh, yeah, big it was, red. It was a good ride, and I'll tell you what, though, but the, the way that side-by-sides are evolving so rapidly just from five years ago is so unreal. Where is Moorhead with that? Where is Moorhead with the involvement of what we're going into and how we're seeing this sport just gain just momentum daily? To me, it feels like every day it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, so it's it's constantly what's growing is everybody wants to go bigger and more horsepower. Oh yeah. So with either one of those, you got to have strong product. Then you throw both of them together, mm-hmm. you've got to have really strong product. Got that right. So you're preparing for the 200, 250 horse. You're preparing right. for the 10, 12 inch portals. You're preparing for all of these 56s and 60s. And, and then I got a question because you're in the industry, you're an engineer, and you understand the product. Mm-hmm. On my Defender, on my wife's Defender. And hopefully soon on my X3, I'm really big into link bars. I think link yep. bars are one of the best inventions they could have ever made for any of these bikes. Yep. Your opinion, I mean, you think link no, bars so are a go-to? as long as or? the geometry is right, they're awesome. Yeah. So so what's happening is, and, and I've had a few issues with our arms because someone set the link bars, link up, bars wrong. up wrong. So let, let's, let's slow back a little bit. Link bars to the customer. What are we talking about? So link bars connect usually to the lower arms. Because the lower arms what take all the abuse, mm-hmm. all the leverage. And back to center of frame, mostly. Yep, yep. yep. so there's there's a sweet spot. There's a spot where that link bar has So we're has keeping that mount. geometry of that travel? Yes. Yeah, well, what okay. it is, like, you cut out your subframe where the plastic is, and you mount these brackets to the middle of your bike, both front and rear to left and right and middle. There's two or three brackets down there. And you mount a broad from the center of your whatever side-by-side up to your arms and to your rear arms, and it keeps them from pulling front back left right kind of yeah, like it's kind of like trying to do a four link on but like an x3 it comes with that right no not not it's really. got trailing arms yeah so it doesn't have look that that's not yeah. what we're it doesn't about. have anything for the front right i mean so. i know that's what obviously makes it's, the difference in going with a razor or an x3 versus a ranger or defender is yeah. that part of the frame and all is totally built it different. is it is so the arms you're talking about is what i pictured coming on so a, this was like or a, a, a really 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 long tie rod yeah really long it's like, like a four, five foot long it's like a rod. four length suspension okay. on a truck yeah gotcha. but so those are awesome as long as they're set up right yeah what happens is people go and they'll just throw some on think it looks good they never tested the articulation the yep. without the shock hooked up or where it's going to contact the frame or nothing like that. Yep. And they end up messing something up. They end up messing something up. They'll break bolts. So it's putting all that leverage. If our arm is stronger than the bolts, which is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll have a bolt fail. Yep. Ripping and then arm when you off. have a bolt fail, you're relying on one part of that A-arm to hold up that whole yeah. side of the bike. And if you're on portals. On yeah, the- it's folding. Everything on that bike is going to look like yours coming out the other night. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be the new standard. Everybody looks like nachos. Yeah. So a lot of people... We've made comments through this podcast about defender lift, defender lift, defender lift. But I go buy me a brand new Ranger. I want to put a lift on it, portals. What products am I going to get from Jake Moorhead? Well, it depends on how wide you want to go. I know we're developing a kit kind of like our new defender kit. The big lift. Yeah, the big lift long travel kit. So, yep. uh, you know, you're going to have three different options. You can have a long travel, medium lift, or a big lift all in one kit. Yep. Um, you can adjust it on the fly, too. I yeah, think and that's and one how, of the big, how are you adjusting big selling that, points. Jake? So we have a, uh, I call it a teardrop method, but it's a rotary uh, mount on each shock bracket. Um, so it's got one bolt you'll remove, and it just pivots. There's three different selector holes. So it's easy for anyone me, in the me, garage. Me, for instance, I'm it. driving down a trail, 
And if you had a jack, yes, you could do it on the trail. Okay, so if I'm driving down the trail and, and realize that I've got this thing set on long travel and I need to suck in a little bit and go a little it's possible, higher. possible, yeah. I can stop, pull over, get my jack, jack it up, take that bolt out, turn it with my hand, put the bolt back in. Five to ten minutes. Okay. That's good wow. stuff right there. Fully adjustable and yeah, very so, easy to adjust. And that takes us to my next point, kind of back to where you asked what separates us. So we have a patent pending. Actually, yesterday it went to patent. It's in the patent approval process. So patents take up to five years sometimes yeah. to get approved. So we're going on year two of the patent pending process. Uh, but our adjustability, camber adjustable. So most arms on the market use a, uh, they either use hive joints or they use a bushing block mm-hmm. at the frame. They're, they're, they're strong, they're great. But when it comes to adjusting your camber, you have to jack the machine up, take the take arm, it all off. Arm, bike, uh, arm off the bike, twist it, hope you're right. Put it back on. Put it back on, ride it to get it to settle, and then try it again. You may get it on one or two shots. You know, usually it takes, it takes just as long to put everything on as it does fucking adjust it. Yes. Well, we use a, uh, it's a parallel jack screw design I, I invented a couple years ago. Um, so you can literally adjust the camber on a trail at ride height, not jacked up or anything. It's, uh, you just adjust each adjuster. You know, eighth turn at a time. And just, lock it just, all back down. Just yep. being the, for the customer that doesn't know, the camber, what are we talking about? So this is where you look at a machine and your tires are either looking positive or negative. When I say positive or negative, it's looking They're like the top of the out. tire is leaning in or out. Yeah, I'm not okay. talking about toe. Toe is when your tie rods are not adjusted, right? They'll look, right. the fronts will look out. Toe, toe yeah. is your, your inner out from your front or your back when yeah. the camber is your top or your bottom. So you can adjust your bottom arm and your top, or is it all in the it's top arm? It's all in arm? the top arm. So the top arm is going to fix your camber yep. from left to right. So we did it in the top arm for A, strength, but B, accessibility. Yeah. So literally, you take a, a, a 22 millimeter wrench and an adjustable wrench with you on the trail, and of course, an angle finder, but if you're just trying to eyeball it, you know, yeah. it's close enough. Uh, and you can adjust the camber on that whole machine in less than five minutes on that new big lift. That's good it's stuff right there. Easy. So, so we, we pulled my Defender in from Mud Nationals just for service because yeah. we beat the crap out of it. I think we put 150 miles on it in Mud Nationals. For sure. That's portal miles, but still, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we pulled it in, serviced it, and uh, I just go around with an angle finder, a digital angle finder. I put on all my brake rotors. If it's 89.5 to 90, we're good. Had one of them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just adjust, adjust and you're it good to go. Two minutes, ready to go. If I had had to pull that A-arm off, adjust it, it would have rode. <laughs> it would have yeah. been like it was. So, so yeah. another question might be shitty to ask you right here on the podcast, but I want everybody to know okay. when we're done with this. The first time I looked at your A-arms, I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. Talking about the adjustment screw. Yep. But the first thought that popped in my head was, that doesn't make a weak spot in your upper A-arm. No, so on well, on the rear suspension, uh, the upper arm doesn't really take much abuse. It, it's more in tension and pull than it is anything else. The shock bolts to the lower arm, everything, you're good. So on the, the front arms, the shock bolts to the top. So whenever we install your kit, I'll show you. We've got a, a, it's a support plate. What it does is keeps the adjuster nuts tight, the jam nuts. Mm-hmm. They keep your adjuster tight. It, it just sandwiches all that together. So, A, it keeps the nuts tight. So, when you keep the nuts tight, you're building in strength because it doesn't have any movement because an object in motion will stay in motion. Newton, baby. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, the adjustments that are in a spot where they could potentially cause a little bit of a weaker spot, you sandwich two plates. Yeah, so we've got a plate on, uh, 3 eight, uh plate on the bottom that's already drilled and tapped, and we've got a quarter-inch plate on top, and you put three bolts in it, grade-eight bolts, and just sandwich it together. 
Gotcha. And Next question, sir. Playing strong. Mr. Moorhead's got his <laughs> yeah. shit together. I've been, I've been throwing it out there. <laughs> okay. I've been That's throwing good it out stuff. There. That's good stuff. So, I know we all ride a lot. I mean, we have pretty much – we're going to have over 20 rides this year, most likely. We've already done three it's or four. It's been a lot. It looks like and every, then, uh, every week we're we'll getting be, more. We'll be heading out to Bogs and Boulders here soon in Andalusia, yeah. Alabama, or I'm Brooklyn, going to, Alabama. Uh, me, and, me and Jake are going to River Run this weekend uh, just to have some fun, try the suspension, just kind of play around. But all of us – Vending trailer the crew, all of us will be at Bogs and Boulders the next weekend, which is 30th, 31st, and 1st. Last or weekend, like that. last weekend uh, of March. Yeah, the last weekend of April will be in Carolina, South Carolina Adventure at, World, uh, Carolina Adventure Park. Yeah, Chris at, Jansen concert, Myrtle Beach. That's kind of in that area. Yeah, so we got Chris Jansen playing all that. Now the other two that are in one's in Kentucky, one's in Illinois. I believe so, the Kentucky one conflicts with Carolina, it does. but the um, Illinois don't. That's July. So I or something. think we're gonna miss Yin Yang Twins in Kentucky because we'll be in South Carolina, but I think we'll get to see Yellow Wolf in right. Illinois. I think I think so it's I a think week be before good. or a week after. It's after. It's East? after uh, Bandas White Truckers is what it is. Bandas yeah. White Truckers end of May and then yeah, I think right. it's the first week of June. Well, yeah. I'll be missing the ride. I'll be in England. Yeah, he's going to have some tea and crumpets. But uh, <laughs> tea crumpets Carolina, and baby shit. The Carolina ride. It is looking like uh, R.J. Anderson will probably be coming out and riding with you guys. Hopefully yes. so. Maybe we'll get R.J. Anderson out there. Maybe now this get, dude. Uh, do you know who R.J. Anderson is? Yeah. So he, we, we're on the phone with R.J. and he uh, he tells us he built this new bike. That has the jet ski in the back of it. Yeah. So he's trying to figure out, like, where can we go? We're like, we'll find water anywhere. Well, I sent him the video of yeah. us at uh, Mud Nats in that. Not in the, the first time we went through. The first time we went through, our tires were just barely in the water. Me and you yeah. were racing through it. We all three raced through it. And that's when you the front end Buckled. part happened. But the second time we went in it, when... Uh, you were in front, I was behind you, and Ricky was behind me. Yeah, my chest was floating out. And we were like... That river rose like four or five. Oh, it dude. did. But it was, it, so, did. it was so fun yep. dipping down there. But I sent him that video, and I'm like, will this work? He's like, hell yeah. That's exactly what I want. So <laughs> we might be able to see a little jet ski action going on. You know, we could take him down there. Sabine ATV Park for Mud Nationals really outdid their sales on the park. I really liked that park. I, I did. Uh, the park. I mean, I the, tr the riding was So great. coming from uh, Hillarosa last couple of years yeah, which they that, that park has come a huge it, it's come a long way since it since first it started, started yeah i um, like the park being in texas yeah. i like the fact that it's like 25 minutes from my parent from my dad's house all that but if i've got to compare parks of, yeah, i know of you're a big parks, river run guy you're a big river run guy say, of all the parks we've been to Man, i just i really like river Run. to me and i think bogs and boulders is gonna top it from what i've heard but maybe river run you can get in the mud. You can go down the high line. You can get up the rocks. You can. There's all these like different ways to go, a way and to it's ride so for spread out. It's so yeah, it spread does. out. It does. And and River Run everywhere you go, your buddy that's not on the big bike can you follow you and go right. around the hole. Yeah, there was I a like lot of places. The there was a lot of places at Sabine I mean, that that they can't follow you. Yeah, they just can't. Follow but I think you. Well, there's one trail at Sabine. Yeah. You can't make it down. No. <laughs> I'm right now. Think if the river hadn't rose, yeah, it would have been a little better. Yeah, because it would have had a party area. Oh, yeah, because so when I turned that corner yep. to the beach that night, and I lit that hill, and I come on the other side, I'm like, oh shit, hit the brakes. Like, Where'd the beach go? Yeah, we almost lost. We almost lost John's defender in the river. Hey, we did, man. Like, I, we, our game plan was I was going to back my defender out about thirty or forty feet. 
and I was going to test it out there, make sure everything was good. We were going to all line up out there and get a big group picture together from the beach, looking out, you know, 20, 30 bucks out there. It's going to be a good time. So I back out there to see if it was going to work. I back out there, my rear end starts floating a little bit. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I put it in uh, low forward. I'm going to pull back. Immediately sank two and a half foot deep down the sand. Uh, immediately. immediately. <laughs> water water was about to start coming over my passenger door, and I've got 16 inches living 44. Yeah. He is, not, like, he is not touching the gas at all. I had hollered at a couple of bikes to go hook to him, and they're just kind of talking and getting in their bikes, and I can physically see his bike sinking. Oh, it's bad. And it's already over the hood. But well, I already had the current out there. So yes, current. Just so the current. The, sand the out current's out just washing the sand out. From the, the time I got out of reverse, stopped to put it into forward, the current had washed the sand out from behind the left side of my tires. Where was Trudeau was and Jake when all this was taking place? Oh, that's right. We were working. Yeah. yeah we, we, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we working. were working. And it yeah. washed out. And so oh, I was slid, working too, bro. I slid off into my ruts. Ranger turns around, pulls out there, immediately sinks down just like I did. Big big razor immediately turns around, sinks out there just like I did. Another commander from the right immediately comes out here, sinks down. People are breaking axles left and right, blowing fucking so, transes. It was, so it was we had, bad. We had a chain of bikes from him all the way to the beach. I'm hooked to him somewhere in that chain. Then another bike up way up on the beach hooks to us. We put snatch blocks on it. Was this on your three-wheel or four-wheel Where, when you were hooked to him? like, well, How many wheels did you have working? I still had four. Okay. okay. I don't, I don't got, half-ass anything. I don't drive around so bad, like, so fast. Mine's either broke or not. Well, see, when, mine was broke, and I was still driving it. Yours has four, been broke ever since we've, you've had it. When well, that's because I it every That's because it's Can-Am. No. Oh, shit. Ain't <laughs> a fucking thing on it broke Can-Am. Well, shit. I can't say that now. We broke a drive shaft. Y'all yep. talk about breaking. This was the first event I have broke Anything, yeah, and you total things, but you broke it. No, he broke it twice. Yeah, yeah. you you folded the front frame up. We got the gussets. We back had to in. fly. We, we welded in. the front back in. Yeah, and then the rear frame folds and crinkles. Yeah. When we break our backs, we go back to the cam. Like ah, snap. Yeah, let's well, throw an axle in, boys. We well, don't need a thirty yeah. millimeter. Y'all yeah. got it. We had a flying yeah, no guy. Shit. You know, we had a flying a welder with sixty two eighteens to fix that bitch. Yeah, and then fuck you break one time. And you've totaled the whole bike. Yeah, it's garbage. I, I was telling my wife when I was pulling him back, I was like, you know, Nacho's got his whole religious stuff on his bike and everything, and Cheeto's got his whole zero fucks. I think these motherfuckers need to switch because <laughs> I'm starting to think Nacho's the zero fucks guy because hot damn, now, he's fucking this thing up. I don't run around screaming, I got zero fucks, but. I'll send it. I mean, I don't either, have but it. I just as fast. We need to put it in small print somewhere on yours. Like that is May another total. thing. That is another thing we need to like. Jake needs to understand you. Uh-huh. Like we start running his suspension, we're gonna fold. We're oh, gonna hey, send it. That's good. Hey, we're we're gonna be the guys that goes, "Hey, Jake, here's your weak point." Yeah, <laughs> we I'll, found it. We so need that. The first, uh, the second, the second ride I went on, and I had just switched to high lifter suspension. I had to go back over there, and I was like, "Something wrong, boys. Something's real wrong." Like, what do you mean? I was like, goddamn portal plates are all bent. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, I bent three portal plates. They're like, no, you did. Oh, mine's yeah. bent too. He's, he just bent his. So I was uh, one Never of been the been done before in his. I was gonna say, Highlifter has some really, really good I, looking portal plates. I was oh, the good. first one that just came out with those eight inch dual out of their portals. Yeah, I bent three portal plates on one ride. He just bent his, and I just took and mine apart last bent, night. I think I have one bent. He just bent a four inch portal plate. I think I bent one too. I took it apart last night. 
I so we, well, I can we stick say my we finger hard. between the plate and the portal. So I think well, that's And big. I also think this is, this is part of Team Outlaw and what, what makes Team Outlaw. Because we, we haven't been in this game for, for a very long time. Not at all. But in the short amount of time that we've been in it, we've kind of rose. In Seven it. or eight rides so and far. And I think the reason is, number one, we're straightforward. You get what you get. They yep. see the podcast. They see everything else you do. But number two, they know we ride them. Right. And they know if there's some reason or some hole or something coming up, we're fixing to see in one, if not all three of these bikes. And you know, in this fucking before hole. we got into this whole scene here, I really like to watch the scene from the outside. I like to ride in my house, things like that. But when I started going to parks and seeing that a lot of these people that I actually do follow on TikTok and Instagram and everything that quote unquote ride, they don't ride. They're, right. They are yeah. there and they're getting content. They ride around. Pictures. They ride around. Yeah. They don't actually. And I can promise you, one of these three through. bikes is going to ride through. Exactly. Right. They don't. They don't actually go out and use their vehicles for what they are built for. I mean, we go out and use goes, them for what they're built for. He goes for through a big ass hole and barely makes it through it. He comes behind him and completely sinks it to the <laughs> point where it ain't moving. And here I am. All I got is two wheel drive. Anybody else were going around it. Yeah. But I can't. They. He's already <laughs> gone through it. He's already stuck. I have to go in it. Otherwise, they're going to rag my ass for the next however long. Yep, exactly. So I hit the bitch, too. So I mean, John just, goes up and tests a hole with his 16 inches of lift. <laughs> and it's like, well, he made it through. Yeah. Well, well, 44. Let's, <laughs> let's see if my eight inches of lift will do it. <laughs> yeah. So what I, I, what I like to do is I got a lot of billet stuff on my bike. I got a lot of clutching done. I got a lot of gear reduction. 44. So I'm... I'm pretty confident that I'm going to crawl through something unless I just don't touch bottom. Right. Well, these motherfuckers here, they got fucking high hopes and four inches, and they're right. fucking screaming <laughs> through that bitch. And, and, and then I have the other part. My wife's like, don't you do that. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's so, how I had my two I mean, sons. Yeah, don't, don't touch that. <laughs> high um, hopes and four pregnant. inches. Uh, it's four inches, but that's so what I'm talking about. we've had a good time. We've gone over some stuff. Jake, is there anything else that we need to add or touch on that Morehead wants to talk about or put out there? No, we're we're just really looking forward to 2023. It's kind of flying by. It's already almost April. And you know, yeah. I, I got one more we question started, for you. Though. Oh, we're finna, 2023 is going to be wild. It's going to be a good yeah. time. But I got one more question for you. We uh, hadn't done this in a while. Uh, but I just. Oh, shit. Here I we just, go. you know, I, sometimes I get to thinking to myself when I'm drinking in my shop alone and working on stuff. Bro, you know? Where's my crown? Jake, this is this is your question for you. You're going to answer first, and then we'll go around here. You got to fight them. You got to fight them. You either get to fight 20 chickens or 10 geese. Which do you think you're fucking taking? Oh, I see. How big are the chickens? They are full-grown roosters. Like men. They are full-grown roosters. They are. They motherfuckers probably have kids at home and fucking gold chains on under their feathers. That's the Where are the geese ever. from? Geese? Where are the they geese from? are from. North Canadian <laughs> No, 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 no. no. They, these they geese came from the north? are from a very violent neighborhood's park with children that are mean. That's where the geese are from. So they're so from these a retirement home in Florida. Okay. These motherfuckers know about it. Okay, they bout that shit. Right. Which do you think you could fucking handle? 10 geese or 20 chickens? But you know, now them chickens and roosters, they got them fucking talons, baby. Right. But them geese, they got 30 pounds on them chickens apiece. This is the easiest question ever. No, no, it's not. Yeah. I own both. I can tell you. Well, you <laughs> I'm going to take the geese. You're going to take the geese? It's a bad fucking choice, you're baby. Gonna get, you're going to get your you're ass You're going to get eat. fucked up. I, I'm making you know nuggets, what you got? baby. I'm going to add some nuggets in this bitch. I'm going for the chickens. I'm grabbing necks. I'm, I'm grabbing necks like this. I'm just yeah. half spinning. You, you can ring a chicken. You can't rock a ring of goose. I'm knocking some had, fucking nuggets out, I baby. I have had both on my ranch through the years. I would take 40 chickens on really? before I took on two geese. <laughs> I'm telling you, but geese are some grown-ass motherfuckers. I have so. come out of a pen. Do you still have the geese? 
I have none now. Oh, I was going to oh, get him some no. He's one they one no, of these no. bitches here in a minute. No, no, no. So what you I saying? have. We had this bright idea to catch some geese. Yeah. So we seen them. We, we catch one. We get it in a pen. I come out of that pen with two black eyes, a bloody nose, cuts down my face. That I thought I needed stitches in. Geese, and geese are about that fucking and, life. And, and, couldn't, and couldn't walk for two days because my hips was We had two geese back. on a pond they in a house that I owned. You Dang. We had two, grown, son. We had two geese show up on this pond that I owned behind this house. I didn't know a whole lot about geese at the time, but I knew the geese are damn, you know, they're going to fuck with you. They're going to fuck with you. So... Like, the geese are messing with shit all the time. And finally, my wife's like, we got to do something about the geese. Can you go do something about them? I'm like, yeah, I'll do something about them. And then she hears, wa-boom, She comes out and says, what'd you do? They both dead down there. <laughs> I meant run them off. I ain't running off no fucking geese. Like, I ain't geese run mess you with off. Them. Yeah. We finna you don't just kill the them and move on. Well, see, now you learn something. Now you learn something. Geese are fucking dangerous. That could yeah. be our spirit animal. I tell you what, a a guard goose would fuck people up before a fucking guard. I tell you what, if we start showing up at shows with a goose on a leash, with a fucking fat ass chain on, oh yeah, (laughs) hey, I got a deer. We can take a deer. That could be the the new Jake Moorhead logo engraved on all the aeons. Fuck up and get the goose. (laughs) Fuck up and get the goose. The mud goose. Either either way, though, we've had a great time here. Jake, love you coming over. Had a great time with you. Anyways, guys, go check out Moorhead Customs Off Road. All that. There's they're everywhere. Instagram, Facebook. All the Everything. social media. TikTok. Yep. TikTok. Morehead yep. Off-Road. From Ricky and the boss and Nacho, raise them right. Because if they don't, they have zero fucks, and there's only one way. The outlaw way. Hey, Jake, can you make Chip's bike better before you leave? Oh, my bike's already better than your bike. <laughs>